fucking dating and love. Seek treatment. If you're boring as fuck, seek treatment. If you're unlucky in love, seek treatment. If you just can't take a hit, we'll seek treatment. With Kat and Pat. Hey, hey it's is four horses yes uh, bring it back one more time <laughs> yes this is welcome if you know this this is actually a podcast and we call it seek treatment. treatment and it's a podcast that tells the story of boys sex fucking dating and love it tells that narrative it tells that narrative um how are you doing i kind of like your high side I, pony is that i what it know is? i actually kind of thought i remember there was a month there was a month in 2018 when i started wearing straight high ponies and pat was really felt a little bit erotic towards me and i thought i might i might catch him do you know what i would always wear if i was a girl what like you know when girls do like a diagonally pony a diagonal back I think that's really uh, cool. I don't really know what you mean. Like, it's like not straight back. It's like mm. diagonal back. So it's like side. It's side, but not completely side. It's like a 90, okay. it's like a 45 degree kind of. I, totally. I feel you. I would do that. It's rare. It's rare that a girl will choose that, but I would do that <laughs> it is girls. rare, but you're not afraid. No, I'm just, I'm having one of my favorite syndromes, which is the syndrome of I have worn no makeup or any cute clothes for like six days. And then today, because I had a say it with me, Zoom audition, I like did my hair, did a little eye, put on a dress. And I was like, no one told me I'm the most beautiful girl in America. Yeah, wait, you've I love that syndrome. I love that syndrome. Yeah, I can't believe the dress you put on. Well, you know what? It has a nice. It had a nice color and a nice neckline. So even though it was titties up, yeah, I wasn't about to wear a crew neck tee. Oh my god, I'm watching Twilight, and there's this. I'm. I laughed so hard at your Instagram story about how much you'd watched. We've we if we've been quote unquote watching <laughs> Twilight for five nights now, and we are less than an hour into it, and so less than halfway through. But there's the part where they want to make the point that it's sunny out, so like the vampires can't come out because I don't know if you know about Twilight, but in the Twilight verse, kind of like how like a universe kind of thing. Um, vampires can go in the light but they just shine and shimmer and twinkle and sparkle i am actually scared to tell you that i read the twilight books when i was in high school that's like a girl that worked in my summer camp did i'm that. the girl who worked <laughs> your, if i can't be the diagonal pony girl i'll at least be like the girl who worked at your summer camp i'll never um, forget i read it during hurricane rita shout out um Hurricane Rita was actually about to be bad, but then it dodged my house and I was actually okay. But I slept in a pantry with my aunt's now deceased RIP Vishla, one of my favorite types of dog. Oh, I don't know that kind of dog. We it's didn't really have cute. that where I lived, but we had Hurricane Floyd and I think we had Hurricane, a girl's name that I forgot. <laughs> Hurricane, a girl's name that I forget. Um, okay, here's a, a new character for characters welcome at UCB Chelsea. Um, weather, weatherman who is a little bit, a little bit flighty. Yeah, a little bit flighty, a little bit hungover even. Yeah, hungover weatherman. <laughs> JFL new faces in the house. Yeah, perfect. Such a clean, concise, comedic premise. I'm obsessed. <laughs> it's so so fucking funny. Um, oh. how are you doing? I'm doing well you know so oh yeah but wait so basically i'm watching twilight and there's a scene i forget why i started explaining this but there is a scene wherein um they want to make the point that like vamps can't uh go out in the sun and, or else they shimmer and shine so they're like 
God forbid, God forbid we shimmer so, and shine. So Kristen Stewart is at school at the outside picnic tables with Anna Kendrick and the gang, who no one told me she was in Twilight even once. No one told me. I don't me. think she even knew. <laughs> she has no idea she's in Twilight the whole time. <laughs> no, it's like she knows she's in Twilight, but she doesn't know she's Anna Kendrick. Yeah. And, um, so Isn't they she want blonde to... in it or something? Um, no, she's brunette, I think. Oh, even I don't know that she's yeah, even, okay, go ahead. Yeah. So she wants to make the point, they want to make the point narratively that it's sunny out. So she starts like acting like she's tanning, but like she's just wearing a scoop neck and like fully clothed. So she's just like tanning her face and boobs at school. It's so weird. The top of her boobs, she's tanning. That's, <laughs> that's a cool name for a play. The top of her boobs, she's tanning. I think so too. The top of her boobs, she is tanning. Definitely keep Allison, write that down for the vault. Um, <laughs> y'all, we haven't told you this, but we actually have a vault of some of the most explosive creative ideas in the something I just Googled 21st century where we're currently living, not the 20th. You know, I journaled the most interesting sentence where I was like, it's crazy that, <laughs> you know, we're in, um, it's, you know, in the 30s. It's crazy to think of like Nightstick as the 30s and we'll be talking about in the 20s. You know what I mean? I know. It's crazy. And and the 10s, I mean, when people came out with the aughts, I was like, okay, I'm absorbs. I love the aughts because like, what does it even mean? Like, how come they say that? You, you, you ought to know. Um, so you, know, we, you know what we need to do for next Seek Treat Live? What? We'll fast forward to a, a few, few years, years later. later. No, Anyways, um, wait. So, um, I saw old last night in theaters. I know we kind of. I, I don't know if you remember. We kind of talked about seeing it as a group. I know, but you're. Away. I would never care, and I would never care about. That. I know. I knew you would never care. It was so bad. I mean, it wasn't even bad for the reasons you think it's bad. Like in terms of the premise not making sense, like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the most crazy thing is it feels fully like it's written by robots who like were programmed <laughs> with like language skills, like that don't quite know like. It's you know what it is. It's like '90s. It's how movies were in the '90s. It's how people talked in movies in the '90s, where it's just very like, I can't believe we're on this vacation to help our family mm. heal after all our fighting. Maybe it was a stylistic choice in that case. It definitely wasn't, and even the actress was um, acting '90s. Like the, the thing mom. about that movie is that the trailer feels really long, so I can't imagine how long the movie must feel. Yeah, it it is really crazy. You keep thinking it must, must, must be over soon. Was it very long or was it normal? Style? It was one hour and 49 minutes long. Oh, that's actually pretty good. When, if it's under two, it's almost normal style. Yeah. In the Heights, I say this with love, it was way too long. It was probably about, I would think, and y'all can fact check this, but I think it was about four and a half hours long. Every musical is too long and every musical has unlimited songs in that that never end until you die. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. There's Every musical has like at least four songs that don't need to be in it that still kind of make their way into it. Yeah. That, that's I mean, just life. That's how, life. How's Kahlo? Short for Colorado. You would absolutely adore it here. It's just really chill. Like it's just me and my dad. So we just kind of do our work during the day and then maybe go for an afternoon hike and then like get a nice dinner. And then fast forward to a few and then fast forward. I'm leaving tomorrow, so I'm kind of sad. Wait, you know who I started researching today for literally no reason except that he won a gold medal? Who? Um, Tommy Daly, the diver. Not familiar. Diving is re- – I mean, this is all I'll say on this. How on God's green earth do you get into that? Because you just plummet – you plummet your ass backwards. Shout out to Reed Pope, former producer of the show. I know. Well, we need to have Reed on the pod because I know they have a lot to say about diving. You know, there's a famous, there's actually a famous diver named Catherine Cohen because whenever I um, Google myself, which of course I do about every 35 minutes just to make myself feel really good. um, I see there's, it says Catherine Cohen. Do you mean Catherine Cohen diver? And then the other options are actually Catherine Cohen Princeton and Catherine Cohen's parents, which is cool. 
um, <laughs> celebrate. Um, um, I do celebrate. I can tell you all about my parents, honey. They're incredible, <laughs> and you'll never find anything any juicy info online, baby. Maybe they're talking. Maybe Catherine going the divers' parents or what? Guys, you go. That is so true, and I'm being so conceited, even thinking they're talking about my parents for a single second. So, Tommy Daly is I've was came up on my screen as an, a British diver who has a very um you know, muscled body and he wears the kind of speedos that divers do wear where it somehow like makes their, um, the speedos are such a size that like, they feel like, um, <laughs> slightly too small in a way where like their hip muscles, like really like, mm. are, like come out and like really protrude. show themselves and protrude in this beautiful way. And so I was like, who is this girl? So he's like 27, won a gold medal for being gay and diving while gay. And his partner, his like diving partner, I was like, they must be married because they're diving partners. And like, they both look gay. And I'm sure if like you're gay and your diving partner's gay, like, why not just kind of fuck it out? As Demi Lovato <laughs> would say, fuck it out. Da, da, da. Is that one of her songs? I, no, no, no. Cool for, cool for Summer. Oh, baby, cool for the song, Fuck it out. Is it just say fuck it out? I don't but know if like, that's the lyric. I mean, like, it's cool. I like it. It's dropped in radio edit, of oh, course. I can't wait to have a radio edit. <laughs> wait do you know what i was gonna say is when it when an olympian's 27 it's like good like because we all know that means old in olympians like, totally because but, my but, twitter feed is like look at this nine-year-old skateboarding girl who just won a gold medal yeah, and it's yeah. like wow that's so young that's crazy i know is she okay i always yes and so anyways i found out doing my little research on my little computer that i have as a joke that um <laughs> <laughs> that, that my boyfriend got me as a big fucking prank <laughs> i found out that um he's married to this guy i forget his name dustin something who i think is an actor don't know if he's british or other and um but that guy, they've been married for, I think, eight years. But wow. he's 27, 28 or something. So it means, no, no, they've been dating for eight years. So he was 19, mm. but they've been married for like five years. But the guy current day is um, like 46 or something. So he's like 19 years older, which is like obviously the hottest thing that can ever hot, be imagined. Yeah. Um, but then they, I, I read that they adopted a, they have a, they, you know, they didn't adopt, they had a kid when they were, when three years ago, which of course for the older person is totally normal and healthy, but it's like, if you're gay at 25 wearing the kind of speedo <laughs> that divers wear, like you shouldn't be raising children. Of course, gay divers should always be raising children. That is very, you're just saying it's very young to adopt a, a child. I think it's very young. Regardless I don't think they adopted it. Sexuality I think like, or diver status. I think they had it. Oh, they had it. I so they, they did, they did lab, you mean? I think they did lab, but I don't know. I didn't get that far into my research. Wait, speaking of 19 year age gaps, I'm canonically passionately addicted to JLo and Ben and Affleck getting back together. Wait, how much older is she than he? No, they're, I think they're like the same age, but they, they they're Irish twins. They're born, they're born they're, the they're, same they're, day. They're Irish, <laughs> they're Irish twins. No one's talking about that. They're, but um, no, they, they last dated 19 years ago, which is what reminds yes. me of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And 19 they, is you know, in they, the ether. 19 between J Lo and Ben getting back together and me finding out who Tommy Daly is, 19 <laughs> is in the ether. Um, um, I just think they're so hot. I'm like really happy for them. I celebrate. Yeah, them. yesterday was J Lo's 52nd birthday, which I so celebrate. She looks There's incredible. A really se- I mean, she's stunning. There's a really sexy TikTok she posted where it's like her in a bathing suit, but then it's like you can hear Ben Affleck's voiceover and he's like, he's like, get it, baby. And she's like, 52. And it's. Mm-hmm really oh my god it's it's horny not to be a total pop culture horror but i said yesterday i was like i wonder how jennifer garner is feeling about all this i think she's probably like just happy that he's happy i don't know if she's happy he's happy 
I think she seems like normie vibes. Maybe she's dating like someone else who's not. Oh yeah, guys. she's definitely dating like someone behind the scenes. Like she's definitely dating someone in like set deck. I think she is married to someone actually. Well, I don't remember, but I think she's probably like loves being a mother. She's so like. Yeah, she has the face of a mother. Her face is so stunning. It's it's so motherly. Now I mean, that's someone who. Now that's someone who I agree. Um, could adopt a kid in a <laughs> She didn't adopt. Stop going adopt with. Her. Oh, okay, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. We made a kid in a speedo. <laughs> Okay, so I hope everything said is okay. I really support everyone involved. Um, <laughs> the project of their, the huge of their project deadline article dropping ASAP. <laughs> oh, okay, and... cool. So we actually are so excited. Oh my god, I'm so excited for our guest. He's so funny. We've been trying to have him on for a million years. Put your ears open for Nick, Nick Lehman. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Okay, oh my god. Absolutely stunning in the crew now. Don't get mad at me. Don't get mad at me. Lehman or Lehman? Lehman. It's Wait. okay. Everyone gets it wrong. Wait, say that one I'm not like Lehman. everyone. Lehman. Leave this in. Leave this in. I'm not like everyone. I'm not like everyone. No, you're not like everyone else. Put so. your ears open for the fabulous Nick Lehman. Hey, you did. You look gorge. <gasps> thank you so much. I took. I mean, I went to. I just got my makeup done just for you guys. Oh, oh thank gosh. you so much for doing the Thanks. pod. How are you doing today? I am. You know, I'm alive, which feels like a win recently. But, oh, epic win. I mean, I'm happy to be here. I mean, I know you guys are in New York, but Zoom really bringing us together is really making me so happy. You're never going to believe where I actually am. Okay. I'm a liar. Mm, I'm, <laughs> in Colo- I'm in Colorado. Okay. So we're a little bit closer. <laughs> Rocky, I'm doing my Rocky Mountain high. I was going to say, is it snowing this time of year or is it hot? Are there fires? It's, you know what? All amazing questions. The temperature is, I, I would say, idyllic. It's sunny <laughs> and probably about 70. You said Colorado, the um, like Mira Servino and Romy Michelle would say it. Colorado, yeah. Colorado, yeah. Michelle, I'm in Colorado. Michelle, <laughs> Michelle, I'm in Breckenridge, Colorado. <laughs> I haven't been to Colorado in like a couple of years. I went skiing there a couple of years uh-huh. ago. Had a little tumble, so I yeah, because I get a little scared of that. Skiing is scary, especially now. And I say this with so much love. Now that I weigh the amount that I do weigh, um, I go so fast down the mountain. So mm-hmm. I just want to <laughs> extend some love towards myself. Okay, you should enter the Winter Olympics for being the fastest <laughs> Oh, yeah. Should I mention I'm actually the next big Olympian? The next yeah. big, big Olympian. You should um, be in Tokyo right now, but they just they just sent you to Colorado. They're like, we'll just keep you there for a little bit. Yeah, and I was like, you think I wouldn't notice? They're like, you know what? We're going to save you for winter because we need people for winter. So we're going to save you for that. Chica. Okay, wait. So, Nick, what? tell us everything. Where are you? What have you been doing? What's up? Right now, I'm in LA, which it rained this morning. So, obviously, everyone's freaking out. I haven't seen a single person on the street. I just went out wow. on a walk. It looks and sunny like, now, though. It's like, yeah, like we have the sun, but it's like, it's a combination of like, is that a wildfire? Is it raining? Or is that just like what it normally is? But yeah. yeah. We're alive. Um, I just, uh, I just, just got off another Zoom for work, you know. This oh my God, that's, that's work. hell. I'm so sorry. sorry for doing this. Yeah, it's the, the writer's room experience over Zoom is Ooh. fascinating. Wait, what are you, can I ask what you're writing on, but you don't have to say. Yeah, yeah, I'm writing on a new, it's a new Apple show. Um, It's with uh, Maya Rudolph and Jay Rodriguez and Jill. Oh, yeah, yes. Amazing, what's it called, what's it called? Um, The working title is Lude, but you know, I think, I mean, anything could change. Anything could change and anything can happen. That sounds so fun, but it is hard to be on Zoom for so long. It is, sometimes I'm like, do you not find me funny or is my internet not working? You know, yeah, it's like yeah. you pitch a joke and you're like, I don't know. And then like I had a, I had an experience a couple weeks ago where I spoke for like three minutes and I was like, okay, no one's really responding. And then after three minutes, they were like, we, we can't hear you. I was like, okay, no. well, I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> yeah, we all three minutes on Zoom. It's about an hour. Yeah, exactly. There, There is a um, clip from the season one of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, maybe like the second episode even that I posted that like is to me is like, 
I mean, it, it's like so true. The it's like what you feel like when you're telling a story over Zoom or pitching something over Zoom, and it's mm-hmm. and the clip is, and it's on my Instagram from about a year ago. I would really encourage empower listeners to scroll down <laughs> and find it. Um, it's it's Kim Richards, like in her kind of intro package where she first kind of like finally addresses that she's Paris Hilton's aunt, and she's telling the story about like <laughs> story is so generous. She's telling these words that like. They went out to dinner and she's like, and, and then we went out and everyone was like, Kim, Kim, Paris, Paris, uh, Kim, you're Paris, your aunt's an icon. And she's like, wait, I'm an icon. <laughs> and, and they're like, your aunt was here first. And I'm like, yeah, move aside. I am here first. <laughs> but you, the frenetic energy was so like how you feel when you talk over right. Yeah, you're just like, I feel like I wow. just like tumble down this like three minute speech because I'm like, I just, I shouldn't stop or else then I have to get feedback and I'm terrified of that. Yes, totally. That's uh, like, that's an amazing strategy. Is just keep talking and then no one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, it's been four hours. Are we done? <laughs> Bye. See you tomorrow. Speaking of scrolling down Insta um, for an entire calendar year, I actually and, and Nick, you'll you'll be able to help me with this because you are, as we all know, very successful on TikTok, which I recently joined. Ayer. And your TikToks are really funny. And I want to say this to you because there's a TikTok. I was de- I found this TikTok when I was on TikTok in April, mm-hmm. and it was making me laugh so much. And I was trying to find it yesterday, and I couldn't find it. And I, so I want to describe it to you. And then I want to say if you can help me find it or if any of the listeners can help me find it. It's a girl dancing alone in her, what looks like a dorm room, mm-hmm. to the Charlie XCX Lock It remix. You know the one. Mm-hmm. Lock it, lock it, lock it, lock it. And all it says, it just says in text, it's like, I think it says something like, you can block me, but you can never unsuck these titties. <laughs> and I would say, she is just so fucking funny and she's doing this little dance and i'm like uh, where is this video do you think they took it off because it says suck and titties i honestly think that just like finding anything on tiktok is literally impossible it's really like easier, it, i just feel like it's easier to get to the moon than actually find a tiktok that you like recently watched because i i don't like i'm on tiktok and i'm so curious to hear what you think about it but like i don't, yeah. I don't understand it like i'm very confused by the entire platform and the, uh, so much of the comedy, these youths, they're so funny, but I'm like, they're I have no so idea funny. where you even came up with this, and it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever, but that's why I think it's funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I made a TikTok, but I don't have any ideas of TikToks, you know what I mean? I'm never, it's like, hard. hit over the head. I never have right. an, I never have an apple fall in my head and realize about gravity, but instead of gravity, I'm realizing a TikTok idea. <laughs> I just feel like, I feel like if people run out of ideas, they're just like, let me just go to the cemetery and, like, dance on my grandma's grave and then, yes. like, put a caption from, like, I don't fucking mother Teresa and put like a crazy song to it of them like walk doing it in three times mode and for some reason that's just so funny it's like a fever dream and I'm just like I don't know what I would just watch but I'm laughing and I'm gonna send it to 48 people I'm literally open to doing that is it um <laughs> that is so crazy that like I know it's like I'm sure debunked but it's like it's so crazy that people like made up the story that like whatever what was the name again this is edit this part out where I'm not sure the name. Uh-huh. Actually, leave it in because it's so relatable. Newton, we already, it, we're being already so raw in this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Newton was it Newton who threw up an apple and it, for no reason and it hit him in the head and he that's how he he discovered gravity. Um, you don't have to edit this part out either, but I have literally no idea. <laughs> Do you know that fable? Do you know that famous like um, fable? I'm thinking of like George Washington I an apple. Like, no. it's so funny because the, the last time this happened when I referenced a common sort of like Scientific, urban myth, yeah. which was the, the snake one, where the that snake was not lying. calling that urban myth is so crazy. Every single person 
on the platform <laughs> Instagram. DM me and was like, that was so crazy what they did to you. Like, I know about the snake. Like, I know about the snake myth. Do you know about the snake myth? I don't know about the Nick. snake myth, but it sounds like you were <laughs> I, I would never. <laughs> and, and you know about gaslighting. Yeah, I do. <laughs> this, the snake myth is that one time a man had a snake and um, the snake actually kept lying down next to him and while he was sleeping, because I guess he would like let it sleep in his bed. You know the myth? And it was just like, it was laying there because it wanted to see how long it would like take to eat him or something, or like the length of his body. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so he wanted to see if he could fit it in himself, which is right. so, which is so chic of that, that, that iconic snake to have to lie down say? next to his body. <laughs> to be like, like, the snake was taking their time. Totally. Wait, so is the message like, if someone gets close to you, it's because they're trying to destroy yeah. you? You keep going message with it. It's yeah, not because a I'm, message. I'm a poet. I don't know what else to tell you. Words don't it's, mean what they mean. They mean something else to me because I'm my mind. Right. You keep treating it like the tortoise and you keep treating it. You keep treating it like the tortoise and the hero where there's like a lesson to be learned and there's not, there, it's not like a cautionary tale. It's not any of that. It's well, just I'm like, even more is... scared. I'm even scared or if you're telling me that things happen in life and they, and there's no lesson to be learned, they just happen. That's even more. Right. I think the message here is that just like whoever you're sleeping next to is just ultimately that snake who's going to eat you. So oh like don't God. trust people next to you if they're sleeping there often. I think that it's just is like... it. That's, we nailed, we knocked the nail on the head. <laughs> okay. <whatever it's> <laughs> Everyone, every single person in this world needs an escape, but those could be hard to come by right now. Enter Dipsy, stage left. Let yourself get lost in a world where good things happen and where your pleasure is the only priority. Dipsy is an audio app full of short and sexy stories designed to turn you on. Ew. Ew. Each Dipsy's audio story features characters that feel like real people and immersive scenarios. So you'll feel like you're right there in some pretty sexual situations that make you feel sexually empowered. Now, what you can do is you can really listen to stories about hooking up with your hometown crush you never made a move on or that coworker you always had a little thing for. Uh-oh, girly. Or maybe a story that puts you in bed with someone who's telling you exactly what they'd like to do to you. They release new content every week, so there's always more to explore, no matter who you're into or what turns you on. And if you need to wind down, Dipsy also has wellness sessions, sensual bedtime stories, and soundscapes to help you relax before you drift off. So it's not just all audio, audio porn. It's so much more. What's so exciting is that for listeners of our show called Seek Treatment, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash seektreatment. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash seek treatment. Dipsy stories.com slash seek treatment. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, I'm serious. I cannot stop wearing my Girlfriend Collective Skort. And when you feel confident like I do in my Girlfriend Collective Skort, you feel like you can do it all. And who says you can't, whether you're running, biking, doing yoga, swimming, or sitting on your couch even. Girlfriend Collective has clothes that you feel your best in, no matter what you're doing. And I'm, I actually happen to be someone who cares about this little thing we call the earth. And Girlfriend Collective is sustainable, ethically made activewear for everyone. And they make cute and comfortable bras, leggings, shorts, tanks, tees, swimsuits and more and their sizing is inclusive ranging from extra extra small to 6xl and whether you're working out running errands or doing nothing at all girlfriend collective has functional fabrics colors and styles for any activity their best-selling leggings are squat proof 
come with pockets and have different levels of support, whether you need compression or comfort. And they use recycled materials to make their clothing and their shipping is 100% recyclable. And Girlfriend Collective also has a garment take back program called Re-Girlfriend. So once you're done loving your pieces, a long time from now, of course, send them back to be upcycled to, into new girlfriend gear. Join the collective today. For listeners of the show, Girlfriend Collective is offering first-time customers $25 off purchases of $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash seek treatment. That's $25 off $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash seek treatment. Girlfriend.com slash seek treatment. So I did get a message from Allison that it was um, Newton who basically oh, nice. like discredited oh. it with discovering gravity. And it was like is a Newton thing the one who said. was like, I want to try discovering <laughs> gravity. That is so fucking yes. funny. That's a TikTok. No, but is, <laughs> I think Newton's the one who's like, if something's going, it's not going to stop. It's yeah. Going. Which it's is like... It's like physics. It's one of those things. It's so physics right I now. Like, I, I haven't been to school in like a very long time. So like all those things just don't make any sense. To Aren't you Northwestern? Anymore. I went to Northwestern, but I feel like this is just like... The I'm upset. Well, you're, you're like, you're and you're young. You can reveal. Uh, I graduated 2016. Yeah. You're going to go ahead young. and be young. So wait, how well, old are you if you feel comfortable sharing? I am 27. Oh, that's one well, of the hottest ages. Okay, okay. So one of the hottest ages. See, I just see like when, when I look at 27, I feel like it looks like a lot older of a number than 28. I'm excited to be 28 because totally 28 just like it knows what it wants. It like looks like the eight, the loop and the eight is just yeah. like it's closed and it feels like it really understands itself. And yeah, I that, that makes perfect but sense. But there's something about the loop and the eight and the rounded edges. Like there's just no impact i feel like it's so of mm. such little consequence it feels like it doesn't even exist really whereas the seven the seven's 20, aggressive yeah Sluttiest numbers seven. i could see a tv show about a 27 year old i could never see a tv show about a 28 year old unless it was season two and then right. and been 27 season <laughs> one, or if you're course. getting into like film territory i feel like a lot of movies start when people are 28 yeah people get 28 is where if you this you're is getting what married 28 is. it's like you're 20, no, 20 yes 28 is you is if you live in um like Tennessee, you're getting married when you're 28. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what 28 is. My, my brother's my brother's getting married this week. <gasps> oh this my week? Five days. Yeah. So I'm look, look me in the eyes. I'm going to a wedding this weekend. Am I going to your brother's wedding? Where is it in Colorado? No. Where is it? It's in upstate New York. Oh no, I'm going. It's just California. That's the only are way to, to discover if we were wedding. at the same wedding. Yeah, that'd be fun. No. <laughs> are you, um, are you from Cali? <laughs> Wait, what's your brother's deal? How long has he been dating the girl? Are you guys close? And how many siblings do you have? Yeah, so um, older brother, um, we are close. We had a lot of issues growing up, a lot of fighting. We're, mm -hmm. we're but we're very close now. He's, you know, very straight, very nice, very mm -hmm. successful, but just like a lot of, lot of issues there. We, we were like, we're two weeks apart, so... Um, in two years and two weeks. Okay, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you're we so your mom like, is magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she moves very quick. Um, it was like, so are you delayed twins or just like expedited regular? So yeah, no, it was just she just like closed the legs and was just like, I'm gonna wait a little bit, <laughs> a bit more. I want them to have different birthdays, <laughs> right? Um, but uh, yeah, she tried to hold on long enough to make us different signs, but uh, <laughs> um, but no, very close. Like my brother and I just like argued about like the stupidest shit. Like, we go, we get our physicals together every year, and like the doctor would hand him like a 
pink sheet that said he was underweight and a yellow sheet that said I was overweight. And then we would oh. both cry. And I was just like, okay, we're just, we're never going to go at all. We're just in yellow Power work. Rangers. That's so, that is literally so the story of like a gay brother and a straight brother, right. where it's like the straight brother's randomly like underweight and you're like cool. And then you're like overweight and right. you're like, hey, incredible. Right. Yeah. Um, wait, what was I going to say? Yeah, me and my brother got in the stupidest fights. Did you guys like Power Rangers? Um, we, we, the only thing that you could really get us into the same room to watch was, uh, Law and Order SVU, which is pretty mm. sick in the mind. I think something like, that was the only way we could be in the same room, even though we shared a room. Uh-huh. We shared a room growing up. I just, uh, what I'll say is if you have a gay brother and a straight brother, they shouldn't share a room. I don't know mm-hmm. why. Totally. It, just, it divides them. It just separates them. Totally. Sharing a room is so tough. I, I remember when I shared a room with my middle brother until, mm-hmm. until we moved. Until yeah. We moved. Yeah. It's just a mess. It's a it's a mess and a half. And he would always sleepwalk, and that was scary. I would definitely recommend like getting every all of your kids their own room. Right, Anyone want exactly. to advice with that? Just yeah. get a house with enough rooms, guys. It's not that hard, is it? Um, no, Jk. I know. Seriously, no. But if you can get as many rooms as possible, and you can pop out as many kids as you want. If you just oh, like, totally. get, I mean, cheaper by the dozen. I don't I don't remember the movie whatsoever, but I hope they had their own rooms. Having kids young really is like a rich person thing. Now it's like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Kendall Jenner, I was watching, and Kendall Jenner was so upset that she didn't have kids yet. And mm-hmm. she's like 23. I was like, hey, I would recommend not worrying about it until yeah. <laughs> she has little... time. She and then whenever of... she has them, she can do whatever. Like, she can age however she pleases. She totally. Like, there's no issue there. Yes, age is, age is a choice for her. But what was <laughs> I going to say? Um, well, my, my, oh. so my brother, the wedding, so love his fiance. They've been together for 10 years. So I've known Whoa. him forever. Um, it's very exciting. You know, it's just, it's, it got pushed because of the COVID. Mm. Um, 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. What do they and do I'm, for work? The happy uh, My brother is a music manager. Okay. Huh? Um, uh, and, yeah. Do you want to send him some of my yeah, exactly. singings? Um, and then Jessica, his fiance, she works in social for the, uh, this company called Cupcakes and Cashmere. Sounds very cute. Very I mean, that is the cutest thing I ever heard in my life. That is so, oh my God, that is so like a straight brother's fiance. It's like, <laughs> I do social for cupcakes and cashmere. <laughs> um, but I'm very, very excited for the wedding. And, you know, it's oh going to happen in the best man. Are I you making a date? Um, I'm not. I'm, I, 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 I've been listening, obviously, to the pod a lot recently and just forever. Oh, yeah, and I thank feel like you. everyone is in a relationship with me. I feel like I'm the only single person in the world at the moment. Uh-huh. Well, that's um, like Love Island. You're, you're, you've been sent in and you have to break up one of the couples. Right, you, have to, right. you, have to find a couple, you have to find a couple that isn't strong and, and then right. kind of, as they would say, grift. Until right. I'm, can... I'm, the, I'm the one they send in and all the couples are like, we realize how much we need to be with each other. <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, well, I'm to, going to quote, to quote Love Island, when, when was your last relationship? Um, my last, my last serious relationship was, um, 2018. It's been a while. I used to be like a relationship guy and mm-hmm. then that just like kind of went off the rails. And then bit. you put career first and you're like, I'm going to get this writing job. Exactly. I'm going to be in LA. I'm zooming, right. zooming, zooming. I don't have time for you boys. And then I was like, I'm this pandemic in here to delay it a little bit more. Totally. Thank uh, you for doing were that. Were you gay in college and even high school? Yes. I came out when I was 16. Powerful. Um, I came out for a guy and I was like, you know, I just, I don't only like girls. And I had this like plan to like not tell people for six months. And then two weeks later, every single person in my life knew because I was like, well, I want them to hear from me. Mm-hmm. Like I had a lot of like uh, dates at Panera over bread bowls where I would tell yeah. them like, they'd be like, you're not eating your bread bowl. What's wrong with you? And I'd be like, I am gay. Like, my truth. Um, that. Oh my god, amazing. You got that driver's license and you were like, <laughs> Right. Well, yeah, I was like, we can I can pick you up. 
One time, totally. one of my one of my straight friends picked me up in his car because he had just gotten his driver's license, and he was like, "Just tell me, are you a puffer?" And I was <gasps> like, "I don't know what that means." And and he was like, "Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm so I'm sorry." And I was like, "But I'm gay." And he was like, "Oh, that's what a puffer is." And I was like, "I, I didn't." He that, sounds like, awesome. He sounds cool. <laughs> that is the classic thing where at high school, like any word can mean a gay person. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. right, right. Um, and now this is how fuck, uh, fucked up, so twisted I am. Is when you're like, I came out when I was 16. My first thought was like, that must have been hard on the straight brother. Yeah. I, had, I, had, I was like, I need the attention at this point in my life. Um, but it was like, I came out at 16, but I didn't know any other gay people. Totally. You know? And it was great. Well, I was like widely accepted. It was totally fine. But you but said you came out for a guy. Who was this guy? I did. I did. I came out for a guy, but then he went to NYU. They always oh, do. That, that is, is so a classic. story. That's a story of like literally everyone who's ever come on the pod who came out like when they were in high school was like, and then the guy came out for like, to NYU. Yeah. I, and I was... I, and then he ruined my life. No, but I went, I, I went, I came out and then I went on like a high school trip to like Israel and Palestine that summer. And the mm. minute that I touched down there, he broke up with me. And I was like, I have, I remember being like, I want to like, I hope my leg breaks or something. So I have to be sent home. Like I can't oh, be here right God. now. I was like, I'm newly gay in Israel and I'm freaking <laughs> out. I'm <laughs> newly um, really gay in Israel trying to break his own leg. I was like, I have to go to the Western <laughs> Wall and figure my shit out. Like, You're one man show. Allison, come here and kick me in my leg. <laughs> yeah. um, we so well, I think now is the perfect time to ask our favorite pod question because we're we're kind of already doing it, which is of mm-hmm. course, Nick. Who were you? Who are you? And who do you want to be? I like promised myself I was like I know that this question is coming, but I'm not going to think about it in advance because I'm yes, because it's raw, it's real. Um, who were you? Okay, I feel like there were so many past versions of myself. Like mm-hmm. I'm just fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> um, my like high school version was like, um. Big boy covered in ketchup. Uh, <laughs> that's literally me. That's literally me. That's literally me. How did like, like big men. boy covered? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, then I can't relate. Now like, that is where I draw a line. I just like I always had a ketchup stain because I would always just go for so much ketchup with fries. I, like I feel yes. like I had like a ketchup stain on the middle of my shirt every. Wait, shirt. that is so my story of always yeah. having a ketchup stain. Yeah, that's my story. <laughs> that, that I mean, that's the literally you stole the, my friend's story. Well, actually, all gay men were covered in ketchup. Before <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the coming out process. Did you do um, theater? I did. I did. Mm. But I was like, I was that, that like theater kid who was like, I do theater, but I don't hang out with theater people, which, oh my God. Wor- which is even worse. I think <laughs> that's so, like, that's you're, cool. then you're like trying to like remove yourself from that. Um, but I did do theater. I, um, <laughs> my senior year of high school, I played Kurt in Sound of Music as a 18-year-old man playing a seven-year-old kid. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> the, the director was like, you got to shave your legs. And I was like, no. Oh, that oh is so unnecessary. That's so bizarre. It's like, I'm sure there could be some element of suspended disbelief of like, right. you know I'm what just I mean? Like, I, I'm just like, I'm a kid who hit puberty early. Like, why don't we try to like add a little more fluff to this character? <laughs> Kurt Von Trapp, I love this like, this high school play director. It's like you're gonna need to bleach your whole sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bleach your whole and come back yeah. and sing eight bars, and then yeah. we'll see where we are. Yeah, he's like, I know you already came out. You can bleach your whole. You <laughs> he's like, separate from the play, bleach your whole. Honestly, just right, right. Oh but yeah, no, I mean, I also feel like I yeah, I was just like I was like the. The, because I feel like I came out and that's when all my friends were like hooking up with people so mm. my like version of that was after we like go out and like go to parties and drink like blue UV or whatever yeah, um, I would just go like eat like seven meals at night because I was just like I guess mm. this is my form of 
of a love language. And then I was just that kid who like, so I came out and then I like blew up, Um, (laughs) which, you know, is also part of the, feels like part of the gay, gay, gay story. Totally, totally. (laughs) Um, But then, but now, now, who am I now? I'd say, hmm. But then wait, when did you have your, I think we all want to know when did you then have your first boyfriend? Oh, right. First boyfriend. So I guess the guy who I came out for, like we dated for a week. So I guess that doesn't really count. Did you have like, what did you do hook wise? A lot of people were I, in in high school, (laughs) I like, I had like my boyfriend who I like hooked up with and of, of like a week but then you know like three months later we hooked up again and it was like so dramatic like oh my god what are oh we going? You're going to nyu it's horrible that's so fun that you got to have that kind of like drama that like well, um, traits right. even have in high school but what was i going to say wait but when you say hook up you like made out like what's going oh, no, on no, like we had sex I, like there was one time I remember, well we had we had been like hooking up we did you know all up all the stuff except for um sex. everything but everything <laughs> I was like, I'm but. Gay, but what is anal i know what's down there but i'm scared of it yeah i'm, gay but, what, I'm gay but what is anal is good title right. of it right. <laughs> well we were like <laughs> 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 but we were like yeah because like came out of like i feel like i was just fresh out of sex ed and like i knew what the internet was and i knew what like men.com was but i was still just like mm. i don't know what to do with uh yeah i'm that's like that's an unknown that's- territory um so then but then like there was three months later like right before he went to nyu and he was like i'm on a walk and i was like i'm coming to pick you up because i had my driver's license mm. and then i took him back to my place and we had sex and okay, full anal. We're downstairs full anal it probably lasted about 24 seconds wow. did you tear top or bottom i bottomed that's my my first gay sex was bottoming totally because wow. it just like shot me into the ether like it was exactly how i needed to enter my i think yeah sexuality life I've- I feel like that's a lot of people's story. Um, did you? Well, because he was a little bit older, and so legally, yeah, and so he was legally. much taller. Yeah, so I was just like, this is just. I think these are the these are the rules. I and I didn't even really know what the rules were. Um, and then other than that, in high school, I like one time went and visited my brother at Northwestern and like hooked up with one of his friends and thought oh it was God. the coolest thing that's that I had ever done. And when I visited, my brother was like, "You you can't hook up with him." And I was like, "If oh. I was a girl, you like." Oh yes, and he was like, "No, I just want to protect you. Like, you're gonna get upset." And he was right. (laughs) Wait, that home and freaked out. That is so hot, though, to like go visit your brother at college and like hook up with his friend. Yeah, it was like, and then I was like, you know, in high school, just like guys, like I hooked up with like yeah guy. Yeah. Oh um, my god! For no reason, I'm thinking of this scene, and um, I only watched the pilot. (laughs) I I've tried to watch the television show Queer as Folk, but I can only. I've only gotten through the first episode because it makes me too horny and I have to turn it off. <laughs> but um, in the first episode, like the main hot guy, like has set has um, well, like has means has sex with like the main younger character, Hi. and it's like his first time, and it's like right. so hot. But now that I'm saying it, I'm remembering that the the um young guy is like in high school, and they don't oh. really treat that like a huge issue in the show, but it is kind of definitely kind of an issue, I think. Well- so much yeah. of what I didn't understand, like it was a legal age, but I was like 17, which in Chicago is legal. But I remember going back home because I was in Chicago and they were at Northwestern. So it was really close. And I would like, I felt I now thinking about it, I feel so bad for this guy. Like I was texting him and just like newly out and had so many questions. And now I, now as an adult, I understand why he was probably so fucking terrified of me. Yeah. But I think he was just trying to be nice. But I also was like so young. Did you have full like, sex with him? I, we did. Oh my god, you're having so full sex at you're having so much full sex at an early age. I know, and then but then it took like a break because <laughs> then yeah. I had to wait to go to college. 
Yeah. Um, and then I had, and then my first real, real boyfriend was, um, I interned in New York City my first oh. summer of college at a casting company, casting agency. Oh my yes. God. And I met my first boyfriend. <laughs> oh my God. And that's, and then that was like when I found out what sex was. Like then we were like having yes, a lot of sex. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, was know. he like a caster? Was he, was... He, he, no, he was also an intern. Oh, that's yeah. sexy. Yeah. You know, I just have to say, like, something that annoys me about Northwestern is how it is in Chicago. And, like, I just feel like that's not Northwest. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, it is. It's it's like, it's, it is a little confusing. I just yeah. think none of us ever actually think about it. We're just like, it's just what it is. Yeah, like, Northwest should be, Northwestern should be in, like, Oregon or something. Were you, right. like, theater, theater major? I was, a, I was a theater major at Northwestern too. So I guess like, wow. I, I really am trying to run away from this theater narrative, but it's just like- It's, right. it's your truth. When did you get it's into right. comedy? Um, I, so I went, so I was in the um, like long form improv team at Northwestern. Oh, there we go. We exist, we used to do it. I don't do it anymore. Um, it's okay if you do. I, I, well, I, I have more like I haven't had the opportunity. <laughs> yeah, you're like, we're all, we're all dying to do it again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just like, I'm outside of like UCB, like, let me in. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but that was, and so that was very, that was great. And then, then there were just so many people from Northwestern in like the improv team, improv world that came out to LA to do comedy. Um, Did you move straight to LA? I um, I went back to New York because that's my parents were living there. I went back for three months before I moved to LA. I worked at SoulCycle for 28 days. Oh my, oh my god! god. Like 28 days later, I, I, that's gave my, a movie. I gave my two weeks notice two weeks into it. I had just <laughs> I had just learned how to use the computer. <laughs> I remember one time I like one time I accidentally let a woman I didn't I forgot to charge her for her like 38 dollars socks because that's you know a pair of socks at SoulCycle yeah. and I yeah. got a call from the manager and she was like I just like if you do this if you let another pair of socks go missing like it's done it's like, oh my damn yeah. thank god every retail space i've worked at has been like pretty chokes i make so many mistakes oh yeah um, and i never feel bad if it's like um if it's like the customer benefits from it but i always feel right. but i but yeah so whatever and it so was wait, just, so then, go, go ahead, ahead. sorry no, no, it was just—it was just like it was an insane job. It was like you're—you're you're there at five a.m. It's you know blasting techno music. You're cleaning shoes that have like blood on them, and you're oh my like, God. opening a bunch of smart water bottle of water, and everyone's just so the the clientele. I think this is—it was a nomad, and the clientele they were just like people are there to get there in and out before work, and they're so mean. Yeah, <sighs> it's bad. It's, it was a mess. So we we got out. We got. There's out. definitely okay, so something remember? about the culture of SoulCycle that doesn't sit well with me. Sorry, mm-hmm. Catherine, I'm terrified of it. No, I know. I was saying, Nick. Remember when we met? Mm-hmm. When was it? that? Was it was sweaty? That was. Oh, it was. It was. Sweaty. It was Merrick's. It was Merrick's house. It was. Yeah. It was. Or was it Merrick's or was it? Was it Crip or someone? It was. was you know what it was. Big apartment building. And they were like, let's just destroy the building before we leave. Do you and know that was the night I first um, I hooked up with my lover? I oh, my know. God. That was such a fun party, wasn't it? Uh-huh. Can I say one thing that I'm sick and tired of? What? Every single gay person knows Merrick. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of it. Why? You know him, too. Um, yeah, I know, but I can still be sick and tired of it. Who was the last person <laughs> I was talking to that knew Merrick? Oh, um, the last, this is so stupid to say on here. The last person I was talking to who knew Merrick that was Matt Whitaker, and I was like, "Wow, truly everyone." I was like, "Truly every gay person knows Merrick," and now here I said, "Well, that's because yeah. Merrick's my bestie from college." Gay so people I, just 
gay people really, you know, sometimes we just like do all the same things and we just know all the same people. It's like when someone's like, do you know my friend? And you're like, that's incredibly offensive. And then like, <laughs> yeah, uh, we hooked up twice. Yeah. But sometimes I feel like I'm like not in that network. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not yeah. knowing people. I'm, not, I'm really not like, knowing. I'm not out there knowing people. There's different like squads of them. Yeah. Like, I, I, as, a, as a gay man, I can say that. I can say that. <laughs> what's your crew? What's your group? What's your, your Who are your, yeah, what's your... Your hashtag squad. What's your chosen family? What's your tribe? Yeah, exactly. My clique um, out here. Well, I I know all the comedy guys out here too. It's like their whole, I saw, you know, I saw Matt Rogers like a week ago. Um, But that whole, it's like that whole, there's there's a whole group, you know, there's just, it's like if I name them all, it'd just be all the same. It'd be like totally people named like Matt, Mm -hmm. Jackson, John, Tim. Like it'd just be all the Jackson, Jackson, (laughs) Jackson. Tyler, 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 Tyler. Right. Sam, Matt one, Matt two, Matt three, Matt four, all the Matt's. So here's the deal, my friends. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch, okay? So when I first heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month, I thought, well, what's the catch, queen? But after speaking with them and using their service, it all made sense there isn't one because Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only by cutting out retail stores, there's no crazy overhead costs that get passed down to you in the form of mystery fees. Instead, Mint just passes on sweet savings direct to you. And I actually did, I use Mint Mobile now, I switched to it, and I have to say that um, the service is very good in compared to any other. I used to be like, 18, I used to be an AT&T girl, and the service is just as good. I never have an issue, and it's really been working out great for me, and so I'm just glad to have a less expensive cell phone plan and still get service whenever I need it. And for people looking for extra savings, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month, y'all. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. And if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their seven-day money-back guarantee. So switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash seek treatment. That's mintmobile.com slash seek treatment. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash seek treatment. Woo! That's our podcast. Do you remember when we met? I do. I do. Well, well, there's first we have to, Catherine, we have to go over yours. Oh, yes. Pat, Sorry. We met, no, no, no. Pat, we met at, we met at high tops and I like ran up to you and I like assaulted you. And then I was like, ah, immediately then, before the pandemic, it was the second, it was the second episode of drag race season 12. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw Pat and I ran up to him and I was like, ah, and I just, and then I was like, okay, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, so what, what is your guys' first night? Well, so we we met. Uh, Chris Murphy invited me. I was vi- I was visiting. This was actually right after Seek Treatment had begun because I remember I went to, or er, or er, 
yeah, I went to Mexico City right before with my one of my ex-boyfriends. And I, I okay, remember I was on the plane and I was, I was reading um I was reading Bad Blood, the like the Theranos book. And I was like, oh my God, this oh is like, fascinating. And I'm like such a smart person. Like I'm reading words on a Kindle right now and I'm highlighting. Like I'm highlighting. Oh my God, that's crazy. Um, to highlight on a Kindle. It's yeah, crazy. I would, like highlight something and it'd be like 4,000 other users highlighted this. And I was like, okay, I'm no. really smart. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's your squad. The Theranos book and Kindle is really specific. <laughs> yeah. And, but then, so my ex was sitting next to me and he's like cracking up. And I was like, excuse me, like I'm... <laughs> I'm really busy right now. I'm learning about <laughs> Bad Blood and Elizabeth Holmes. Um, and, you know, I'm like, oh my God, it reads like such a fiction book, but it's nonfiction. Isn't this fascinating? And he's listening to Seek Treatment. He's like, you got to listen to this. So then no I, so that, and that was my Seek Treatment beginning. What I will say about Mexico City and ex-boyfriends, I went with two ex-boyfriends. We broke up right after. Don't take people you love to Mexico City. Oh, so wow. you went, they were, they were current boyfriends when you went there. And then we came back. And then we were <laughs> yeah. it was, it, it, in Mexico City with that with that ex who I, I think he listens to Seek Treatment a lot. Hello. Um, hey. I know. Now I want to know who he is. I know. Why love. doesn't he care about me anymore? He no, never he reaches I think, out. I mean, I, we don't really speak that much anymore. But um, yeah, I wish him the best regardless of your drama. We were like in a cab <laughs> in Mexico City and I was just talking and just like, you know, filling the space, whatever. It's just the two of us. We're on a two-person vacation. And he just turns to me and he goes, do you always feel the need to fill everything uh, every <gasps> moment of silence with speaking oh my god and i was like <laughs> <laughs> and so then so then i go silent and like a minute later he's like what's wrong and I was oh like, my god. I'm just, he's like he's like you're so quiet i'm like no i'm just looking I'm just Damn. Like, <laughs> oh my god but then but that's what got me listening to seek treatment so oh th- thank god i can't believe he said that if he's I listening know, but... if, he's, if he's listening i say you shouldn't have said that no but i mean it's true i really don't know how to shut the fuck up um well being alive is filling silences right exactly being alive is like filling silences i'm like wondering if that's okay yeah but but so then i met cat right after and we went to this like house party and i remember chris was like cat like the cat and um uh it's brian right yeah brian well and i had met brian years before through um eric freeman i had known brian for a couple of years like recently. oh right and right. so and then like i could see cat was like running around this party and like oh my god like, i was like oh my god something's, something's oh my god there, is some, there are some sparks in the air and then all i remember the rest of the night was like people just started it was like a last hurrah at this apartment and everyone took that as like let's destroy the like oh like larry owens and patrick riley were like picking some cardboard and people were writing on the walls oh my god i was such a good night <laughs> I get out of here. I'm terrified. But even, yeah. even after that party, you said LA is still the place for me. I know. I well, that was so. That was after I had moved to LA. But so I I moved to LA originally. I was like, I want, I definitely want to write and act, but mm-hmm. I can't just like I know myself and like if I just went and worked at like Soul Cycle again or was a, mm-hmm. a waiter, like I would die. So I worked at an agency for a year. How brave! Oh, okay, gotcha. I gotcha, did. Gotcha. I worked oh my god! For a full year. Wow! I'm, I'm, I'm proud yeah. you got out so fast. It's I, I feel like it's hard to make that transition. I'm a survivor. I I really I am a survivor of that of that of that life. It really is terrifying. It is everything everyone says it is and more. Yeah. Um. But I yeah I got in and out. I was like I'm I'm here I'm leaving and then I started working for a showrunner right after that and that's kind of how it all began amazing yeah that's oh, and, Pat, and then i and then i worked with right after that, i worked with jen stasky because she was right around forever oh my god i'm upset i'm jen, jen is, i think the, i think she's the coolest person in the world yeah I, I, I want to be her i'm like Pat's, gonna single white theme her 
Hacks <laughs> is amazing. Congratulations. I can't wait for season two. Thank you so much. Thank it you is, so much. It is so, so, so wonderful. But yeah, Jen is the best. Yeah, she's like really, really funny. But do you guys, what are what, you guys, LA, you're not on it, not you LA, guys no, visit, but no. I like LA and I um, was just saying that like something about, I think, was I saying this Wait, to you, wait, Catherine? no one freak out because I'm going to fill up my water because I have something in my throat. No one freak out. Keep talking, keep talking. Totally. I, I might have said this too right, so it's actually perfect. Um, something about when I go to LA, I like, and it's fun. And I think it might just be because I'm like essentially going on vacation by myself and like no one can get me. You know what I mean? Like I'm really, truly alone in a really beautiful way. And only people can find me if I want them to find me. And, um, you know, I always go there when it's like just for two weeks and it's like kind of a whirlwind when I'm seeing people I want to see and like whatever, whatever, whatever. And, um, but I, when I think about it, I do get happy and I, I would like to go there for like, I would love to do half and half, you know what I mean? Mm, kind of yeah. a famous situation. Yeah, but. like by coastal. I, I feel like I feel like every single person who does who is involved in anything that any of us do, we're always like, if I could be by coastal, like I would. <laughs> I know, <laughs> like revolutionary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like which hey, one do you prefer? That's... Well, if I had the option, I would I would like have like a little small, little nice apartment in West Village and have like a really big house in LA, and I would just like bounce back and forth whenever I wanted. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same, <laughs> absolutely. What was I going to say? I yeah, I would love to go there wait but then I had, oh well my family's over here so that's like part of it right that's right. part of I, it I, dra- I had my family follow me I dragged them out here too oh so your family yeah so I have my sister my little sister is actually still in New York like you guys gotta say hi to her she's oh my god hey, connect side. Us. oh my god um she... but she yeah so my my brother moved out here with his fiance to Venice um I live in West Hollywood because you know homosexual mm-hmm. um and then my parents came here my little sister they were in New York my little sister was like what <laughs> Okay, fuck me. Um, <laughs> Wait, your but, parents seem cool. They're just going to go wherever you go. Yeah, they, they, we moved around a lot growing up. I'm and now jealous. they're here and they're just like enjoying the sun. I think they were just like, we can't do this like cold. We grew up like Chicago mm-hmm. for so long and then New York. It was like, it's cold and it's there's ice. It's funny because your yeah. parents really took kind of the like famous comedy trajectory of like they were like right. Chicago, New York, LA. It's <laughs> yeah. kind of your parents even. are improv comedians or TV writers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're the, they're the, they're the stage that they won't let me on. They're just like you can come in here, but they're they're the biggest comedians of all. Um, Isn't it so funny how like East always belongs to straights and like West for some reason is gay? Is like in New York, like everything East is straight. It's like your Murray Hills, your Upper East Sides. Mm-hmm. You're like, I mean, Lower East Side is bi for sure, but um, no, your Lower East Side is just like young and and thus pan you know what right. i mean <laughs> <laughs> young and thus pan but then like west you have like chelsea you have Hell's kitchen you have like west village you have like right. greenwich village like the gayest places you can ever imagine yeah. and then and it's like why is it so split down the middle and why are all the chops so why are all the chops on the straight side mm-hmm. and lastly even when you go to la someone's like before i knew anything about la someone said best hollywood i was like i'm sure that's the gay part turns out it is yeah. you know what yeah. i mean you're mm-hmm. a genius it's not. It's not strange. But then, I'll bet if you go, if you go super west in LA, if you go to like Venice, Santa Monica, it's the straightest place on earth. Interesting. It's scary. Everyone's on a bird. Everyone has blonde hair. Everyone is fighting with their boyfriends, um, <laughs> <laughs> and walking down Abacane eating salt and straw. So, I mean, it think you know people can be different. People break barriers here, but people can be, be straight on the west side. It's not such a crazy idea. Look at me. It's okay. Yeah, I could be nesting true. in the West Village with my straight boyfriend against all odds. Are you guys? Are you guys? Would you consider yourself a hundred percent straight, hundred percent gay? Where are we? I feel a hundred percent gay. I really couldn't imagine having sex with a woman, and mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine wanting to at this mm-hmm. time in my life. <laughs> 
And there's and there's so much more room. Yeah, no, I, I'm not 100% straight. I, I, I say I'm straight, but I really t- get turned on when like big boobs are pressed up against a shower wall. I think that's really sexy. And I think I could see myself having sex with a woman um, in the future, particularly in a group setting with my lover. I think we'd be open to like adding a third, be they male or fem or whatever. Right. But specific, it also would have to be in a shower and her boobs would have to yeah, be Yeah, like, I'd have to see those tits time. against the glass <laughs> wall. I would have to see those tits against the glass wall. She would need like breast Uh, reconstructive surgery afterwards because they need to just flatten out. Well, it really is like whenever I'm looking at porn and I'm like, hey, that girl is for me. She's not. She's not. It's like, oh, Catherine, Catherine, Mm -hmm. you're look, you're looking at the girl who looks like you. You're looking at the girl who has your body type. But you want to be squishy. That we can just like we like sometimes sometimes we would fuck ourselves. Yeah. Oh, I I would love to. Yeah. So what are you looking for in love? So you're single. Are, are you looking for a relationship? Are you having fun? Are you hooking up? Do you have crushes? What's happening? I feel like I'm at the point where, yes. So I feel like, I feel like the reason that I am still single is because I had these like intense, intense relationships where I, um, to an unhealthy point, put myself into them far too much and invested way too much in the other person and totally forgot that I was my own person and existed. Um, And so then I was just so exhausted after those relationships that then I was just like, I can't do that again. And now I have this mindset of like, the next one has to be the one, which is horrible Mm -hmm. and terrifying and not a good thought process. Totally. Plus you're only 26. You literally have a million years. I'm 27. That's a whole other year. (laughs) But it's so powerful. (laughs) That's the same as 26. That's honestly the same as 26. Pandemic 26. Pandemic 26. But But it's so so powerful that you were already able to separate yourself from that because that takes people, you know, full lifetimes. Right. Well, not, well, not now I, now I say, I'm like, well, now that I know that I'm totally ready for the next one, but like, ask me when I'm in the next one, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Um, But no, but I, I, I'm also at at a point where I say, you know, okay, I'm like ready to get back into a relationship and then I commit absolutely no time into dating whatsoever. Yeah. You know who I ship at the end of the day? You and the guy your your brother went to college with. <laughs> Where's he now? Oh, I think you guys he, are end. You guys are end game. You guys are one thousand percent end game. He actually end. is in LA. Okay, so, is he single? Oh my god, Rich. I don't know. I don't know. Is he going to be I, at the wedding? Is he going to be at the wedding? Uh, he's not going to be. But that oh would, my I mean, god, that would be, boo! I, maybe he, I should ask him if he. I haven't spoken to him in years. Maybe I'll see if he can be my podcast. You should text. Do you think he um cares about our podcast? Because maybe we could do a little a little hello. If he's gay, as he claims, he might care about it. I wonder if he's changed his phone number since I used to stalk him. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, it's, it's been so long. So you're so your brother's two years older than you and they've been dating for ten years. This leads me to believe it's like a high school, end of high school romance or early college. It's uh it's it's college. They're 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 thirty. So they, they met when they were oh. ju- junior or sophomores at Northwestern. That's Wait, I feel like when I'm even older than your brother's fiance, who's older than you, that so it's really hard. Cupcake when I'm older when I'm older than the cupcakes and cashmere woman. Yeah. Wait, um, well, now you have to be CEO of Cupcakes and Cashmere. You're going to look it up right after this and be like, I have to, I'm running this company. This is my I'm empire. definitely intrigued. <laughs> Cupcakes and Cashmere and everything else. Um, and everything in between. <laughs> Wait, what was I going to say? Wait, so your brother went to Northwestern. She went to Northwestern. You went to Northwestern. Mm, yes. And then it's a family my, affair. And then my sister went to NYU, all purple. She followed my ex boyfriend to NYU. Oh, <laughs> she, she to win him back. Wait, did you did you feel pressure as the gay brother to like be friends with her, like when you guys were in college? Yeah, I like I was. It was very much. Um, <laughs> wait, my my sister or the fiance? The fiance. The fiance. Yeah, it was very much. I also that was another thing. I had like 
come out a year before I met her. So that was very much like a, oh my God, like we're gonna be girls. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. She's my, she's my best friend. Like, she's yeah. my sister. And I, and I, I love her and I, she is like my sister, but it was, I feel like it very much was that like, I was leaning into it and I was like, I'm the fun, young, new gay brother who like totally really knows himself. And then like, I, you know, had my like two years of being out and proud and then like my life entirely collapsed and I lost my mind. As, <laughs> as happens. Um, yes. That's like yeah. being gay. It's like year one is like we're dancing, bitch, and then year yeah. three is like I'm in a gutter. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, she she also she also like we started our relationship, and then like three when I lost my like when I started it, I was ninety pounds heavier than I was like two years later, and I think she then as like my sister watched me like l- like lose my grasp on reality in life. Uh-huh. And so she was there in a very like supportive, lovely way. So that's I think part of it. That's beautiful. She's Wait, so what was your struggle? What was your struggle? I was just like always a big boy, and then I, I think it was like, oh, I'm going to college. Like I kind of want to like look a little different. And I remember I went to Lollapalooza. Uh, the go. August before Northwestern, and I took Molly for the first time. Oh my god! And I obviously was just like, I'm not hungry. Like this drug is crazy. Yeah. And I woke up the next day, and I was like, I could not eat for oh. like a couple uh, more days. Yeah. And then that turned into like, I could not eat for like oh. a couple weeks, and then it just like, it you know, it fucking snuck up on me and yeah. like took over my life. It tells you a little lie, these disorders. They tell you a little lie that at some point you will be satisfied and happy and at some point enough will be enough. And that is ultimately... Well, true. I, I, yeah, I remember texting my family being like, oh my God, I lost five pounds. And they'd be like, yay. And then I'd be like, I lost 10 pounds. They'd be like, oh, good. And then it was like, oh, I've lost like 27 pounds. And they're like, what? Yeah, going on, and then, uh, and then, like uh, the next summer when I was back in New York, my mom was like, "Maybe you should talk to a doctor." And then I got like, like, like I know you know, like the team. I got the whole team involved. The, yeah, the you got you got the. I went to like at first I went to a pediatrician, even though I was a twenty year old, and she was like, "We're gonna get you a nutritionist and a therapist." And the therapist was like, "Let's talk twice a week." And I was like, "Something's going on here." <laughs> <laughs> oh my personality like, is forming. You're like People socially? love to tell me to go to the nutritionist. And then I, every nutritionist I've been to is so deeply unhelpful. Well, you should go to a dietitian. Is more kind of like they went to school and they know kind of like... Is I, that the, the difference? The woman I'm seeing is a dietitian and she... um. I think is like very knowledgeable and et cetera, okay. et cetera. I don't even know the difference. My nutritionist was just always like so happy. And I was like, we're not happy. We're not yeah. happy here. <laughs> oh my God. That's really tough though. It was, yeah, it was like, it was like obviously a very scary moment. And then like I figured things out, but that was just like, it just, you know, that's your whole, all of a sudden that's your entire personality for a few years. And you're just like, make it stop, make it stop. Yeah. But um, like happy to at least feel now. Oh, um, like more so, much better about all that stuff. But you know, it creeps back, it comes around. Well, She's it like, never hey, stops. Yeah, never she never goes. She never leaves you like? completely. What did you say? Do you have a therapist you like now? I do. I do. That's I good. Have it's this, hard like, to find one. I have this like new, like older. I I had this gay therapist um, pre-pandemic who I would go to and. I would just always be like, oh my God, he thinks I'm literally the funniest person in the world. Like, this yeah. is just stand upset, like, every single time. And, you know, I would tell my friends and family that, and they were like, well, what is, is he, is he, is he helping? And I was like, no, but he's laughing. Mm. Um, and so then I think I, and then he would also just be like, so what's going on? Like, it was kind of like a gossip sesh and never, like, 
any advice or there, I wasn't really getting anywhere. I was mm-hmm. just kind of leaving being like, I'm fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, I can't believe I'm paying someone to laugh. Um, uh, <laughs> And, and it also, a lot of the time I was like, he's not laughing with me. He's laughing at me. This is, this is crazy. Mm. Uh, so I found a new therapist. He's this like old guy who like really just gets into it. And I like, I love, I love him. He is also, he's like an active listener and an active contributor, which I feel like is so rare. Yeah. Um, I'm like, tell me what's wrong. Like, tell me what I'm supposed to be doing. Cause I'd like, this, it's not working. So yeah. like, yell at me, call me out, tear me down kind of thing. I thi- I think I can sometimes like that. I can't tell what I want just yet, but my I had the opposite of my therapist. He like didn't think I was funny for one single second. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he would do things where if I was like, you clearly don't think I'm funny. He would be like, why do you care? And I'd be like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I also, my therapist also like, I, I was like, cause I used to make a lot of um, like Instagram videos and like comedy shit like that before TikTok and whatnot. And then I, like, it was, it was so, I wonder how you guys feel about this and like, just like, online social media twitter instagram presence yada 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 it was like so fun and then i was like this is ruining my life yeah yeah obviously it ruins your life like this is the literally (laughs) i can't believe i put myself into this box because i have this is actively ruining my life do you feel that way though i'm surprised to hear you say that because i feel like your stuff is so funny and like it seems so effortless and thank you well that's i feel like it used to be like i feel like when i started out i feel like for a lot of people who like make that like that's content and stuff. And on top of it, I was like, I don't want to be, I don't want, I don't want people to think I'm an influencer. Like, I don't want to like, <laughs> I don't want to like have nothing against anyone, but I was like, I don't want to sell like, I don't want to sell like tea in a year. Like, I just don't want to do that. Yeah. Totally. Um, my friend doesn't want to like, sell tea in a year. Right. Yeah. <laughs> my friend, um, my friend who makes videos, he's going to stop because he doesn't want to sell tea in a year. <laughs> um, but no, I was like, it was fun at first. And then it just, felt like it was like uh, aggressive work and then you have people mm-hmm. in your dms like where the fuck are the videos like oh my I god laugh and it's like I'm oh my god i don't know You're like you i'm are. not nick's therapist <laughs> right, right. <laughs> i have i have what i would consider like a comfortably small following where i don't it, it doesn't feel awful like i don't feel like there's too much attention but i do but i feel like it's fine you know what i mean like but i, I don't think I would want like a, a ton, a ton, a ton of right. followers. It just got overwhelming and then it got, and then it just, it happened, I think for at least on like my Instagram and stuff, like two or three years ago, it happened very quickly and which was very exciting. And then I had like sold the show to NBC. And I remember that. A lot, like a lot of like fun stuff happening. And then I was getting DMs with like my address and like, I saw you, mm-hmm. did you just walk by me on the street? And like, mm. I went to my parents' house and someone knocked on the door and I was just like, this is getting to a point. Oh where my I God. Someone really... knocked on the door of your parents' yeah, house? Someone <gasps> like DM me on Twitter and was like, I think I just saw you, came to the back, knocked on the door. No. And I was, this is like, now this is oh at a point God. where I'm just like getting uncomfortable. Wait, of course so my brain scary. my brain goes like, I want someone to knock on my parents' doors. <laughs> yeah. Like my parents know that people care about me. You know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> that is freaky. You know what? I'm like, everyone who listens to this podcast, you're not a fan unless you're at my parents' door. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if you're listening uh, to this podcast, find your favorite comedians, knock on their parents' doors. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I'm curious what you feel now because I feel like you've done what everyone who starts making online content wants to do, which is, you know, get an actual writing job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you no, already and done that's, that, and that's what's I, that's 
I think what so much of it was, was there was like attention on the, because, and I'm sure you guys feel this way too. Like we can put so much time and effort into something and like hours are like a short or whatever. <laughs> and you can just put your entire life into it. And then like three people are like, Oh, I enjoyed that. And then yeah, you can, like yeah, yeah. stick your thumb up your ass for like 20 <laughs> seconds on Instagram. And everyone's like, you're the funniest person in the world. And so yeah. I started realizing that like those videos were the things that were doing better. So uh-huh. it, I think that, and then, you know, it just, it gets your name out there, I guess, but then you become that person. It's just, it's so hard to, there's, I mean, there's no right way to do it. Totally. There's no right way. There's no right way. And now someone, TikTok has made wants... things insane, which Kat, I know. Oh, I know. in what way? I'm curious. I was only on it. I basically joined it because I was like quarantining for a month mm-hmm. and then I, and I actually started to really love it. And I was like having so much fun, even like thinking of ideas to make them. And then as mm-hmm. soon as I stopped quarantining, I literally never thought of it again in my life right. and I can't go back there. Well, I scroll on it sometimes and I'm just like, sh- like, I guess, sh- should I, should I make one right now? But I'm like, I don't understand what's funny on here. I don't understand what like does well. Like somebody, yeah. like there's some people like Grace Cole is like so good at TikTok. Oh my God. So yeah. Fucking funny at TikTok. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know how to do this. And then I like see these like kids, these like 14 year olds who have like, 10 million followers i'm like what is this what is this do and they're making so many tiktoks i'm like i feel so bad and i feel bad for them i feel like and then they eventually hit a point where they're posting shit like i'm losing my mind people are trying to like kill me you know that kind of stuff and i'm just like they were just making funny videos online like if if we had had access to that when we were 15 i I, oof i would be good i I, yeah, my experience is like some of the most random people are famous on TikTok that I would have no idea about. Like I will, even people I've known for years, like, and don't, and like, I'll all of a sudden find out they're like huge on TikTok. I'm like, that's fascinating to me. Well, and also just like, like, like very famous actors whose careers had ended like 15 years ago, they come on and they just got like 2 million followers. And I guess that's what they're doing. Like lots of, lots of, lots of parents Oh like God. who are who have kids now they just make tiktoks with them and i'm just like i don't understand like it. almost like sarah michelle geller's instagram what do you follow sarah michelle geller on instagram i don't but i, I feel like i see her <laughs> you can't say that he does <laughs> out yeah. there you see her out there <laughs> yeah, she's she's like, <laughs> if you're listening i might throw you a follow later <laughs> <laughs> she's but, definitely um, out there but so what's your having now like been been to hell and back mm-hmm. you know what is your dream who do you um, want to be? All oh, right. Who do I want to be? Um, I want to like ultimately the dream is to like write, produce, and act in stuff. That, yeah. You know, just like the creator. So much of like the journey through the, the career of a comedian is it's a lot. I mean, as anyone is, but it's a lot of up, ups and downs and a lot totally. of like, really high highs and really low lows and like a lot of depression mixed in between. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> and I just want to like be doing something, maybe not reach as far as I had wanted when I was like a child mm-hmm. into stardom, but just doing, being able to consistently work in writing and acting while also just being happy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Goals. Would you, creative uh, control, baby. If you could only choose one of these girls that stands before you, writing and acting, <laughs> which girl would you choose to continue on her journey to become America's next top model? Is it consistent? Um, yeah, or, like overall, like if you take if you take all the days you would choose one and all the days that you would choose the other, what's what's what wins? Um, ultimately, I think um, the girl I originally wanted to go after, which is acting. That's wow. the theater kid. He's back. 
for yeah. me that for me that girl usually goes home that girl yeah. you, that girl that usually girl goes never go home for me that, that girl usually home. goes off to the jury house yeah. if, I, if that I, makes sense i love like i love i absolutely love writing and i plan to i hope i plan to continue to do it for a very long time <laughs> um and also obviously like acting is not um doing going as well for me um <laughs> just living lo- living in that like limbo of self-tape hell um, I mean, well, oh my welcome, god yeah, welcome to the community. it's just like so many dropout dropbox links that will never be opened again you know what i mean yeah i yeah, will never i don't uh, know it's a while when you see that your vimeo view video has zero views and you're like <laughs> i did that a few weeks ago yeah. and like <laughs> it's awesome it's funny when wait, wait they already said no i, I yeah. don't understand no one watched it it's, <laughs> it's funny when y'all do the same like the like you'll do like nine different self tapes for different two line parts in the same project and it's like i'm sure you can judge by the other two lines i said like how i I would do at these i think i know what you're talking about yeah uh it's just that's and that's i will i will also say that to my agents i'm like but don't they know like if they like me or not at this point times why do they want me to try it for this character number three again yes (laughs) my role from now on is like i will make i will make each person in america one self tape and then once I made you yourself, maybe you just have to keep ref- refer back to that one. Just keep yeah. referring Fresh. back. Refresh. Even like when you're 65, they'll refer to your like 30 year old. Like this, yes. is, this is what he's playing. This I'm, is it. I'm 65 playing like gay 28 year old waiter. Right. I mean, I've, made any, truly, I've made some truly, I've made some truly exquisite self tapes lately. And um, so I just want to put out into the universe that <laughs> I am a Val and I'm wishing y'all the absolute best yeah. and my talent cannot be denied. Good night, everyone. I pass out. No. <laughs> yeah, no, there, there is, there, there are just, I can't, I can't imagine the amount of like cloud storage that self tapes are. <laughs> There's just like a cloud full of self tapes that just will never, yeah, just deleted after people realize like three months later that they didn't get the part. And then, do like, you want to get Mare? I was just going to say, do you want Mare? Do you want kids oh my god so, i so i so merit marriage is a hundred percent like uh, i want a husband i want a husband so badly i want like, yeah. like I, want, I want like i want like dad and papa like i want i want that so badly i feel like my parents have like an incredible incredible relationship they've been so in love and so they like ruined that sound amazing they're, they're the best and they're so in love and they're so great. And so like, in a way I'm like, you kind of fucked me by being so happy. Cause now mm-hmm. like, where's mine? Yeah. Um, where is where's my um, cupcakes and whatever cup- <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. cupcakes and cashmere <laughs> yeah. person. Um, but uh, and kids, I definitely always want kids. Like always wanted kids. I definitely always want kids. <laughs> I always want kids. I'm always looking for the closest kids. <laughs> but uh, now, now I just feel like the older I get, though, sometimes like especially now that I'm and that I'm not in a relationship, I'm like I don't know. Like I've just seen so many like shitty kids. Like I know. I, I, like I just if like I, if I have a kid that ruins my life, like what do I? Ew. I know. I would want a kid that was 14 months forever. You know what I mean? Right. I would, I would yeah. want a 14-month-old kid forever. Like, they can walk and, like, say right. only a few words. Like, oh my God. they yeah. could tell me, they could kind of tell me what they want, but not be too specific about it. And, mm-hmm. um, and they're, like, kind of cute. And, like, that's a... Like, if I had someone, to have me yeah. as a kid... I would be so upset. Like, I was... I was no, you'd be happy. You'd be so happy. I would... me. I would love I, me I, as a kid. I, but I'd also be like, you can't be gay. Like, that's my thing. <laughs> totally. <laughs> if you're like, dad, I'm gay, I'd be like, get out. Yeah. yeah. Thunder. <laughs> well, as someone who's currently on vacation with her dad, my dad has said multiple times, like, you just never know with kids. They can ruin your whole life. And I'm like, okay, well, would you risk it all again for me? And he's like, of course, of course, of course. And he's like, I was like, hey, car, my okay. dad hates me. 
My yeah. dad does. I want to say this. I think I said this already, but he does love um, our new dog more than me. The dog bit me, and my dad goes, oh. "Stop! You're hurting his teeth." <laughs> you got. Oh my god. My my dad. My dad is going through that same. My dad. My parents got a COVID dog, mm-hmm. and she like still bites when you walk in because in whatever. My dad's like, it's just, it's just the way she shows affection. I'm exactly. like, that's insane. If I if I punch someone in the face, but I was exactly. being nice about it, is it like okay? The dad. The dads. The dads are here to protect the dogs. That's I just know. That's, that's and that's what okay. They do. We have to respect it. We, we have, have to. to. Now the questions are. Well, first of all, do y'all have crushes of the week? No offense. Yeah, that's an amazing question. Um, yeah, I'm definitely not dating, but I have crushes. I feel like after um, last week and forever, Lil Nas X, because yes. I'm baby, I'm just always, like, hello. Always. Yeah. And then, and then I just finished um, Starstruck. Did you guys watch Starstruck? Oh, I need to what watch is that. that. I love what that. is that? Um, it is a HBO Max limited series, or not limited series. It's the first season. It's like six episodes. A comedian from either New Zealand or Australia. I'm not really yeah, sure. Yeah, Rose Maddow. Um, she's from New Zealand. And it's so good. It, there's this, but the, her co-lead. This he plays. He's this like he's he plays a superstar in it. His name's Nikesh Patel, I think. And he is she's just. I'm like, he wears like a suit, and I'm like, hmm, a man in a suit. <laughs> That's okay. incredible. Yeah, Sorry, when a man's in a suit. Flooded basement. Flooded basement. <laughs> Do you, um, Catherine? I don't know if I yeah. have one this week, even though I always have one usually. Mine is I'm addicted to. It's an oldie but a goodie. I love bagged pepperonis, and I've been popping peppies all week at my little house and um i just what i do is sometimes i eat them plain sometimes i put pepperonis on um pita chips and i just kind of go off and i just love pepperonis and i just had to take the time to say enough enough it's about the simple things it's about taking a breath a of mountain air and having a, a big fistful of pepperonis before dinner so that you, <laughs> you don't get, get a little ziplock of pepperonis yeah because i get so moody them. if i have a little hungry um, I don't really have a crush of the week. I'm, I'm really liking my this book that I've been like talking about forever, Final yeah. Support Group. It is good. There's some things about it I think I don't like, but it is like I'll I'll definitely finish it in, like one day. And it's like it's really good. It's scary and fun and that kind of thing. So you want to fuck a book? I want to fuck a book with my yeah. penis. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 Girls yes. fucking books. Yeah. My friend's penis yeah. is gonna fuck a book, y'all. Yeah. Do you guys feel hot? Is another question. Yeah, I feel actually extremely erotic. Uh, I look amazing today. Very, I look beautiful. I actually did like okay. I did the craziest thing before I signed on, where I did I stretched my hips finally because my hips were really tight and my hip bursitis and I haven't been able to run. So I Googled good hip stretches. I did them. And then I ordered like a foam roller and I ordered a Theragun, which is very expensive. Mm. But a lot of my girlies, a lot of my girlies use that. And so I'm like, oh, it it could be a sex toy if you want it to be. And I do want it to be right. Exactly. I want to, I I could share something. I use whenever I put Brian's um, Theragun on my pussy. He's like, stop doing that. You're going to hurt. Wait, Brian has a Theragun. Yeah. Isn't that hot? We never use it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm the only man without a Theragun, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I don't want to say man, I need to get a Theragun. I don't know. I, I, I can't tell you the last time I felt hot on a Monday. You look so gorgeous. You look amazing. Oh, You're glowing. Thank you. I just, I feel like Mondays, it's just like I wake up and I'm like, no. Not really? No. I don't know what. I usually don't feel hot until Thursday. I don't subscribe to like the modern week structure anymore. No, Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's damaging. Mondays are really meaningless to me right now, and so is even a word like Thursday. Well, maybe maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's how I'll have 
more self love if I just like eliminate the structure of the week. It's because you have a job right now that always right. makes you. That, uh, <laughs> yeah, employment makes me ugly. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look good on you, sweetheart. Yeah, um, no, I'm getting very sick of here. You know what I have to say though, just knowing that you've been on Zoom all day, the fact that you went straight to Zoom with us means the world. And the fact that you don't look like someone who's been on Zoom all day. That's what I'll say about your face. You look stunning. Well, I Truly. live, I live, I live in Zoom now. This is this is my home. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. it looks so like you have a nice for, apartment. Um, I just moved in. It's new. Oh, do you live alone? I have two roommates. They moved here from New York. Um, cool. Yeah. Um, but their names are Jackson and Jackson. <laughs> right, we have to exactly. talk about the throw Jackson, pillows. Jackson. Like you, you have no shortage of stunning throw pillows. Um, my 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 first ex boyfriend in LA, um, when he moved in with me, he was like, I don't like throw pillows. We can't have throw pillows. And so then when we broke up, um, ever since then I've made as a point i have i have eight pillows on my bed right now it looks great like it's very and like and he's not wrong like they always have to like just get thrown off but this is this is my statement but i guess fun. i do in a weird way agree with him yeah it, no. is, it, is a, it is a lot and then they have to sit on the floor and then they're dirty it's like what do we do? wait you know what i'm sorry that i keep like sliding on and off my bed mm-hmm. it's because like my back randomly is hurting and also but also sometimes when i move my mic gets disconnected and i just had to say that but mm-hmm. i think we've i think we figured it out well, I think, I mean, your angle right now is perfect. It's very, it's, <laughs> it, you, you look like you're on the front of some mystery novel. <gasps> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fun. Are you mad at me? I'm having Whoa. a crazy echo. Are you hearing it? No. No, are you okay? No, it feels <laughs> crazy. Um, well, I'm not mad at you at all. I feel so connected, connected to you. I'm not mad at anyone. Well, Nick, are you mad at me? Because I feel like, no, Nick, I feel like there was a time when I was like, oh, that's when we met. And you were like, that actually wasn't when we met. Oh, no, no. Well, I don't even know. Maybe we did meet in marriage. Maybe you should be mad at me. Maybe I'm No, I would never. No, no. I actually know. I know because I remember remember meeting you at the big party. And then I – but I mostly remember talking to you like two weeks later. It was at Merrick's dinner party. It was at someone else's apartment. And I was sitting there freaking out over Brian. And you came late like with Chris and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I was doing the thing which I poor Chris because for a year of his life, I would have to be like, and what did Brian say? Yeah. And I would have to try and like bring it, but not bring it up. Anyways, whatever. Right. And um, he knew exactly what was going on. He was just like, just ask. Yeah. He was like, that's all I have. That's all I have right. for you. Um, <laughs> right. So what, so are you mad at me about that? No, not mad. I could oh, never okay, be mad cool. with you. Cool, I've cool, also cool. like, this is, I've always wanted to be on the pod. I could, I could literally never be mad. This is Oh my God. We're dream. such big fans. Little, little, Thank little you. sad, annoyed um depressed little boy in mexico city being told that i am too much of a talker just couldn't wait could never be mad oh well thank you i'm here i'm getting a dispatch that pat's sound is being weird but i think i I think i speak for both of us when i say that we adore you we adore you um we think you're so funny thank you so much for coming on the pod and i hope you you know what i know i know we'll all hang out soon oh my god absolutely yeah i would love that la whenever we're also once we get our bicoastal apartments together yes of course of course we move in once we're bicoastal so roommates (laughs) then and only then um amazing well thank you so much have an incredible monday go chill you deserve it babe have a good one